Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, Benny, you know what this reminds me of sitting here? What's that? I feel like I'm a spider and I have all of these spider legs. Well, can, can you see my drift with this? I, I can definitely see. And if those want to participate, those of your listeners can and watchers, that? our voyeurisms. Uh, on the camera. Yeah, our right. voyeurs, not right. isms, but our voyeurs. Right. So you guys that are looking, just send me an instant message. Doesn't this look like a little spider deal? Because I'm at the point, and then I got all the arms, like, right? 1150kknw.com. Web, yeah, but web, can you webcam, see so the webcam? Yeah, 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 you made right. your point. Mm-hmm. I see it. Uh, okay, there we go. I love spider medicine. It's kind of cool. We got a great show for you today. Fabulous, fabulous show. I'm Dr. Pat, joined by uh, Mr. Benny Mathers. Hello, Mr. B. Nope. And sitting over here in the auxiliary room, Brian. He's hanging out there, too. Carol Klein joining me here today. We're going to start out with Carol. We're going to go to Dana Frost. And then we've got a special treat at the 11 o'clock hour. From outer to inner mind, finding spiritual lessons in everyday life experiences with Carol Klein. She's joining us here today. Oh, this is going to be very, very fun. Very, very fun. Because why? Why do we need to find spiritual messages? In everyday life. Why? Well, we're going to find out why. Well, here's a little hint. If you think you're stuck in your life, if you're not having a good time, if you think your job sucks, if you're having a relationship that doesn't work, if you're thinking, OMG, I didn't invest in gold, as Marilyn would tell me to do, uh, maybe you want to try something different. I know that I've been at any number of those places. And there is a different way, and there is a different path. Uh, Carol Klein is the author of Streetwise Spirituality, 28 Days to Inner Fitness and Everyday Enlightenment. Every day, probably several times a day, you're going to have to start your day over. We're going to talk with her, and we're going to check out why why it's so important for all of us to get in gear every day. Carol, welcome to the show. Good to have you here. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's wonderful to be here. Every day. Every day, huh? Yep, every day. Every day. Uh, so you have a you have a master's degree in Japanese philosophy. Yes. From Columbia. Yes. I went to Columbia. When were you there? Were we like, um, what did they say? Are we alumni? <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, I was there in 1967, a long time ago. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't figure my, I, I actually couldn't get my act together back in 67. So there was no way I was going to go to school of any kind. Well, I was sure that my life was set to be a Japanese scholar, and I wound up in an entirely different life. Well, this is an entirely different life. But what would you say about your life experience that has brought you to this place 
you know, to be taking this message of sweet, uh, streetwise spirituality out into the world. I mean, you know, it's kind of interesting. I always like to look where we were in 1967, right? Mm-hmm. That if anybody out there can actually remember 1967 um, and how we sort of fast forward to where we are today. You know, what are your uh, obstacles and challenges that uh, what, what, what did you have to overcome to bring you to this very moment to do what you're doing today? Well, I was digging through your website, and I think we were we're pretty much soul sisters on that one because (laughs) I lived a life of chasing after what the culture said was important, you know, relationships and a career, and things kept falling apart, and I never paid any attention to the fact that they were falling apart. I just thought that was random, and it went on and on and on until Mm. I finally moved to Portland in 2005, and that's when I opened a box full of lecture transcripts that I've been carrying around with me since my earliest days that were from a metaphysical organization. We called it a church, but it wasn't really a church that my mother and I went to. And I began there at the age of 13. But at the age of 17, I turned into a rampaging teenager and said, nobody's going to tell me how to live my life. <laughs> so I just took off and started falling over myself and never figured out that maybe there might be another answer. And, of course, what I found in in the box was the answer. Uh, They were talking about things like patience and perseverance and adaptability. (laughs) All of them were not my strong suits. I began to actually live my life in accord with those things. And it turned around. I thought, hmm, I better write a book. So I did. Well, you know, this is what I love. I I actually didn't get out of Dodge till uh, I got out of Dodge in 1992. I, I got out of uh, the East Coast right. and moved to Seattle. Uh, and it was going to be Seattle or San Francisco. I flipped a coin. <laughs> um, but I knew intuitively it was going to be Seattle. Um, I, I, I absolutely had a sense of this. There was no question about it, really. And, you know, the person that was driving me across the country after I flipped the coin, he said, do you want to do best two out of three? <laughs> <laughs> So here we are, we're talking about, you know, these spiritual lessons, what they are, but also we're talking about, you know, your, your new book, you know, this idea of streetwise spirituality, uh, and what does it mean, but also this outer and inner mind, you know, when we think about inner, outer, outer, inner, when we think about the mind, you know, it's really hard sometimes when we're doing so much thinking to actually find the spiritual lesson. Tell us a little bit about that, what you discovered. Well, let me kind of divide the, I call it uh, outer mind and soul mind, because people forget which is inner and outer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if I just true. call it soul mind, it makes it a little simpler to remember. And these, it's just a really simple way to distinguish between impulses that come from like a positive place, which would be the soul, or a negative place, which would be the ego or the outer mind. And usually it's pretty easy to tell the difference. Like if I want to shoplift, that's purely outer mind. But it's not always clear because, like, I knew a woman who never taught her son to even boil water. And I asked her why. And she said, oh, well, I want him to know that there's never going to be any woman that is better to him than I am. So, you know, on the surface, it looked like she was a dream of a mother. But the truth of it was she was not. And he's like 40 years old and he's still this wonderful, big, dependent kid. Wow. So there's a huge difference between the the impulses, the outer mind and the soul mind. The soul mind is compassionate, it's kind, and it's all about equality. Outer mind looks at people. 
people in terms of a hierarchy. They're either above us or below us. So we're always trying to please them or we're trying to control them. And the soul mind is when we stand eye to eye and heart to heart. And it's, it's just when we laugh with people instead of at them, because the outer mind always laughs at people. Mm. So that's it in a nutshell. You know, it's really kind of interesting about this because, you know, I think we hear voices all day long. Mm-hmm. We do. You, you know, it used to be if you're hearing voices, then, you know, there was something like wrong with you. But we hear our own voice and it doesn't really take us down the path that we want to go. But yet we choose to go there. Right. Um, what is it about these principles that we can share? What have you learned about them and about applying them that can help us stay in this place where, you know, we hear that voice you know, that soul voice right. on a regular basis, not every once in a while. You know what I'm saying, Carol? Yes, I mean, I who, do. who wants to hear it every once in a while? It's just confusing. For me, I think the best way is to make sure that I build meditation in my life because that's the way that I'm going to hear from the soul. The soul speaks to us in meditation, through conscience, through intuition, and we need to invite that into our lives and stay tuned to it. It's when you cut it off and get cut up, caught up in our external pursuits that you lose touch with it. And that's a really big part of it. Mm. You know, part of this also for people is trying to shut out that, that outer mind, as we're calling it today. Um, but let's talk about what's most important for our listeners to learn about their dailiness in life, how to make life uh, more like the slide and glide of things. Well, to me, everything that happens to us has a spiritual lesson in it. That's the, the streetwise side of streetwise spirituality. So I look for that. If It used to be that if I had a pile of books on the floor and I stubbed my toe, I'd be furious at the books. You know, I never looked behind the fact that I had put them there and I had not put them away. And it was just kind of an excuse for me to get into a rage, which is very outer mind. The soul doesn't get into rages. It can, it can stand on principle. So there's a strength there. It's, it's not wishy-washy. But it's just looking at everything in terms of relationships as well, where the lessons are and how we can learn from them, how we can bring in rationality in order to interact better. The, the whole idea of looking at other people as our equals, it changes the game entirely instead of trying to push them to do what we want them to do, to manipulate them, to get what we think we need. Because the truth is we have all that we need. It's in the soul, and the soul is deep within us. We have this little little spark of the divine inside, and that's what we're trying to connect with. That's what we're trying to come from. It's to come from love instead of fear. I love it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, Carol Klein is going to talk with us about streetwise spirituality and what it means when we say that love is the best place for spiritual growth. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Change your coffee experience forever with Camino Island Coffee Roaster. Fair trade, certified organic, shade-grown delicious coffee. The Camino Island Coffee Roasters are giving back. Receive a free pound of the most popular single origin coffee, Papua New Guinea, to the first 250 callers. The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. Just pay $8.95 shipping and handling, and you can try triple certified coffee for yourself. 
The number is toll-free, 855-438-8671. This is a free pound of coffee that retails at $16.95. Once you've tried this coffee, you will automatically be enrolled in the Coffee Lovers Club for free and will always receive free shipping and nearly 30% off retail of your coffee orders. This coffee is going to knock your socks off. That number again is 855-GET-TOP-1. We say top one because this coffee is the top 1% grade. That's 855-438-8671. Saskia Rowell, the international soul guide who has followed her soul from Hong Kong and Africa to America. Saskia cracks open the lives of her clients and brings their soul's purpose to life. Are you stuck in a life that doesn't work? Go to YourSoulGuidance.com for your 21-day roadmap to the life you secretly dream about absolutely free. Discover surprising truths about your soulmate, talents, blocks, and more. Now is the time. Go to YourSoulGuidance.com. Gratitude, asks the heart. Tell me, who are you? I would like to meet you and get to know you better. Gratitude responds, I am that which strikes at your door and waits until you open it with grace. I am that which only wants to partner with you at any moment. I am that which wishes your expansion more than anything. Gratitude is on a mission to create a partnership between the hearts of all human beings. Wouldn't it be wonderful to cultivate this state of being every single day? Stimulate the energy of the essence of gratitude in your life while bathing in this wonderful and powerful vibration with our diamond combo and transform your life in health, creativity, wealth, and enriched relationships. Visit our Gratitude Living Boutique at explorationgratitude.com. Have you ever wanted to join a yoga class yet felt self-conscious or simply didn't have the time? Now you can bring live kundalini yoga into your home with KRI-certified Dr. Ann Taylor. You will learn a scientific technology of movement, mantra, meditation, and breathing techniques designed to balance your mind, body, and spirit. Sign up today for our free newsletter and receive your first class free. Visit Ann with an E, Taylor.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information, give us a shout uh, at drpatlive.com or you can go to transformationtalkradio.com. Somebody said to me you can get there by going to ttalkradio.com. I haven't tried that yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a whirl to see if that actually happens. Uh, joining me here today, Carol Klein, we're talking about, you know, the inner, the outer mind or you know that outer and then the soul and what that means and how do how does this help us live the lives we want to live uh carol's also joining us here today we're going to tell you a little bit 
about her book. She is the author of Streetwise Spirituality, 28 Days to Inner Fitness. Uh, Carol, before we tackle this thing called love, uh, I would love for you to give out your website and let people know how they can get a copy of your book. Okay, it's www.streetwisespirituality.org. You can get the book there or you can get it on Amazon. Awesome. So, okay, so you say that love is the best place for spiritual growth. Yes. <sighs> you know, I know this. I've been there. And yet there are just some days that you're thinking, hmm, I'm not sure I can do it. And I think there's a lot of wisdom in this because you, you, you said you've been on the website, so you've read a lot about me a little bit here and there. Um, and so you know that I've had my share of challenges. <laughs> yes. I've gotten to the place of love, Carol, but my gosh, it hasn't always been easy. How do we do this and why is this important? Well, it's not easy, and I don't think it's really meant to be. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Because the stuff that comes easily doesn't last. You know, it's it's a bite of chocolate, which you adore at the moment, but it doesn't hang with you. Mm. But I think really the most important thing is for people to focus on the fact that they need to start from love. And that isn't an egotistical thing. It isn't, oh, I'm so great, and I'm so wonderful, and I love me, me, me. But to get to the point where you really become your own best friend, we often treat ourselves as an afterthought, and we may be good to other people, but not to ourselves. And the whole idea of starting from love, because we are love, that's where we begin. For example, say that we feel in our lives that we've been, well, we've been abandoned. I had that situation with my father, and I spent decades thinking of myself as Carol, the abandoned daughter. And I would get into all these relationships that I called love relationships, but they were not because I was always seeking someone to hurt me, to abandon me, or seeking to abandon that person, which I did repeatedly. And I didn't get anywhere with that aspect of love until I brought it back inside and realized the real issue was not having someone else abandon me or my abandoning anyone else, but never to abandon myself. Mm. And then I thought, well, what, what does that, how does that show up? And it struck me that it's a physical, mental, emotional, spiritual thing. Because physically, I was always eating junk food, not exercising. Mm-hmm. And my mind, I thought of myself as a loser. I mm. didn't see any other option. And spiritually, I just had no connection with anything spiritual. And then the emotional part, I kept reconnecting with people who were going to hurt me in the same way. These repetitive patterns show us where we need to do some work mm. and where we need to bring some love. Yeah, you know, it really is interesting. You know, you think about um, people that are in a different... Let let me just pick one thing, if you don't mind, Mm -hmm. because there are like a million. But, you know, let's talk about difficult relationships. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you you see folks, your friends, your loved ones, many, many people, and you see, oh, wow, here they are again, third time, fourth time. You know, they're in a relationship that either isn't serving them or is even abusive. Right. And, you know, some people say, oh, that's karmic. Oh, that's past lives. I want to say, okay, but how do we not do this again? (laughs) How do we not take that job that we end up hating? (laughs) I mean, 
come on. We've got to have a break. At some point in, in time, you know, the, the, the person that's in charge of past lives and karmic um, uh, occurrences is going to be saying the same thing I'm saying. They're going to be saying, enough already. Well, to my way of thinking, the whole issue about karma, it's not like this great rock that's going to come down and crush you. Instead, there's a way of learning through that particular opportunity, which is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking of my two marriages, which were both <laughs> disastrous. <Uh-oh. laughs> and what I had to learn was to stand on my own two feet mm-hmm. and know that I didn't have to be afraid mm-hmm. in order to be loved. It's such a simple thing. And I never figured that one out while I was in them. But that was my issue. So there's always something. There's a gem in there somewhere. Instead of focusing on, the, oh, my God, this thing is happening to me again. I can't understand it. What can I learn from it? And can I learn it thoroughly enough so I don't have to go through this again? Mm. Well, you know, this is really, a, a, you know, very important time for people. A lot of people looking for jobs. A lot of people are looking to find their way. And I wanted to ask you, um, you know, how does streetwise spirituality prevail? You know, how have you been able to find, you know, the, the, the most interesting way to put spirituality first in times that are so absolutely gnawing at us? They are, the times are very, very difficult and very painful for many people. And I empathize enormously. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, you know, you mentioned before, how do you wind up avoiding getting a job that you hate? Well, one of the issues is not so much focusing on what the job is, because sometimes you're going to find a job that you have to take because you have to live. Mm -hmm. It's not a choice between doing the job we hate or eating. You've got to eat. So the value of it then is to look at what can I learn from this? How can I grow? What is it in this job that is giving me such trouble? And can I learn to respond to it in a healthier way? For example, uh, when I went to that metaphysical organization years and years ago, one of the the entities that came through this channel said, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you do. You can be cleaning toilets for a living. It's right. your attitude toward it that means everything. And I believe that. I actually believe that because I've actually experienced it. Uh, and you know, it is true. I, I think sometimes I, I, I think because of my early experience early on and having jobs, actually three of them at the same time where I was actually, I was in charge of cleaning fish. I was the fish cleaner. I was like an intern to fish cleaning. And I know in Jersey, you'll appreciate this. Uh, and then I was also selling hot dogs out of a little silver, a hot dog cart. You know, those too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I love those, both of those jobs. I really did. I loved them both. And I've often thought back, Kara, why did I love those jobs? And part of it was because I really love people. And in both situations, I actually got to talk to people. And wow, look at what I'm doing today. I understand completely. That makes all the difference. You have an ability to connect with people and to serve them to do, you know, do something to make their life a little better for the moment. And that always reflects back on us. It's a two-way street every time. You know, it's kind of interesting when we look at this. You know, there are moments that we know we're in the flow or the slide and glide 
or we're in a place that we're pretty much tapping into every positive source, every enlightened source of energy out there. Yes. Um, what is it about those moments that, per, you know, that actually present such amazing clarity? It's like we automatically know what to do. We don't even think. There's no thinking. Right. It's when we've opened the door, and probably not consciously, but opened the door to the soul. And the flow is there. The, actually, our lives should be full of flow. There should be nothing else. But I we agree. close the door in our fear. Mm. All kinds of fears. You know, fears of doing something wrong. Fears of upsetting somebody. Just so many great stack of fears. They all keep coming up and hitting us from the outer mind. But when you can clear that away and just connect with the soul, oh, you've got it. That's what it means to live. One of the things that I was... Um wanting to ask you about the title of your book, uh, Streetwise Spirituality. I I love the title. I mean, we do something here that's a little similar, but I love the idea of Streetwise. And for a really long time, I used to take it really personally, Carol, when somebody would say to me, you know, you really have some street smart sense. You really have, you know, I used to really think, wow, that is not good. I, I think that that's, that what they're saying is not a good thing, right? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you went to Columbia, so you know what the streets around Columbia are like. I do. And I love Manhattan. But there's this thing, this street-wise sense that is so importantly important for people. I would love for you uh, to share uh, in, in, in your personal message around this. You know, what is it you'd like to leave us with? What is it about street-wise spirituality that captures the essence of what we're meant to be. The reason I focus on the streetwise side of it is because I think, in fact, I know the age of the gurus is over. And people need to take the good things they're learning and internalize them. They become their own teachers, guide themselves, listen to themselves, because that's where the deepest and best wisdom is anyway. And we have our feet on this planet for a reason. If we were supposed to be three feet off it, we would be, but we're not. We walk through the mud, we slog through our pain, we learn our lessons, we connect to one another. And that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And that's how the connection of streetwise to spirituality is the Mm -hmm. most natural thing in the world to me. And if I'd spent my whole life sitting on a mountaintop, never connecting with people, I can't imagine that what I'd have to say would be of any value. But because you and I have been there, we know what it takes. And we know why it's so important to get ourselves together and start learning from what's coming to us every day and be grateful for it all. I know. I know we have. It's so interesting. I want to thank you. I want to thank you, Carol, for joining me here today. You and I have had some very interesting experiences, especially around spirituality. And I'll never forget, I was in a church, and I used to love it when you could actually light candles in church, right? Mm-hmm. You remember that? Oh, yes. Yeah. Now I think you got to put a quarter in some electronic thing, but you can actually light candles. And, you know, it's so interesting, you know, some of the experiences we have, they do take us to a whole level of understanding All you need to do is be in a church of any kind with a candle and watch all the candles go out at once Mm -hmm. while you're in the middle of a prayer. doesn't matter what denomination or what your spiritual practice is. And I want to thank you, Carol, for reminding us that we can all tap into that. It's been my pleasure. Carol Klein, everybody. The Dr. Pat Show. No, we need it so far. We got the hand it so far. 
You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. (laughs) Oh, aren't you tired of the same old negative vibe? Hey, Valerie, have you heard about TransformationTalkRadio.com? No, what's that? Dr. Pat is launching a new network. And Dr. Pat? Dr. Pat. How many hours is she going to be on? It won't be all Dr. Pat. She'll be joined by her friends transformative hosts from around the globe. TransformationTalkRadio.com is a 24-7 network. 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her guests? No, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her hosts. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Where's it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great, we should spread the word. Absolutely, spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. 